Good to go. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. Post-indie road course pre-Michigan edition. Rename it the Post-Indie Road Course Destruction Derby. <laughs> Demolition Derby, absolutely. All right, um, I'm going to step out of the way and let you guys uh, top-line thoughts. Um, I've got some, but I want to hear what you guys got to say, and then we'll obviously we'll go ahead do the rundown of of all our stats, but uh, I want to hear what you guys have to think about this. Uh, it's it's good to watch as a viewer, but I would hate to be a driver. Ryan Blaney pretty much said it perfectly. Nobody gives a shit until the very end, and they're just shoving what they can. Frank sums it up. Um, there, uh, other than the fact they couldn't control it, I mean, there was some good racing on the track. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a good race on the fact that they, they couldn't control the cars. Some, uh, it seemed like uh, going through the turns, everybody was spinning out. Um, I think turn one needs to be moved up some. I think that was part of the problem, trying to break into that tight turn. And uh, everyone jumbling up right there kind of uh, didn't make it any better for them. Um, the fiasco with... Uh, With Ross, of course. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, and Kyle Larson. Yeah. I have to disagree with you. I love turn one. Turn one was great for... Yeah. Put your big boy pants on yeah. and let's race. All right? Uh, I... I know there's been a lot of controversy this week. I've listened to a lot of uh, back and forth on Sirius and, and other read other stuff. I disagree. Don't change it at all. I loved turn one. It separated the men from the boys, in my opinion. Uh, I know it was tight. And if you don't have a brain box big enough to figure out you can't go in there five wide, then you need to get spun. And I know, I know there's that uh, there's a lot of people that are already through it, and they already they got hit in the behind. Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Kyle, right, Kevin right. Harvick. They all, it wasn't their fault. My point is, is there anyone in that track on that track going in, coming through, or going out? That didn't know what they were dealing with. I mean, we're all professionals here. All I am saying is this track gave everybody that had no skill a good good finishing position. Todd Gilliland, fucking Harrison Burton, and Bubba all finished top five. Come on. They just got lucky about through that. the guys that thought they were better than everybody Crasher, else yeah, made crash. a shit ton of mistakes. Yeah, I agree. That was, that was pitch strategy. Uh, yeah, it had some, but yeah. no, it, it was everybody else making mistakes around biggest, them. One of my biggest takeaways from this was arrogance. Expected respect, which you don't get given to you. It's something that is earned. And 
there was a lot of guys that got spun out, and I will put Ryan Blaney right on the top of this list that expected not to get hit. Mm -hmm. He expected, hey, I'm Ryan Blaney. You're not going to mess with me. Well, guess what? You just poked a bear, bitch. I... I know there's been a lot of controversy about this this week, especially in turn one. My point is, you don't have none, don't say some, don't go there. You put yourself in that position. I loved this race. After the shitstorm that it was last year, I love this race. This was one of the best, in my opinion, road races of the year. Start to finish. They 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 bit off more they, than they could chew in the beginning of the race. A lot of spin outs, wipe outs, a lot of contact. But they were learning. Mm-hmm. And it, it mellowed out through the, the rest of the race. And then, of course, we got down to crunch time, and I don't give a damn. It doesn't matter whether it's Michigan, Richmond, Bristol. No one's going to give you leeway. Nobody is going to give you an inch at the end of a race. And there was a lot of guys that put themselves in position to get bumped around and roughed up and thought they didn't deserve it, I guess. I don't know. But you know what, Ryan Blaney, and I got a lot of respect for him, you put yourself there. If this was such a concern, and and that's another thing that he said, is I was afraid this was going to happen. Okay, bitch, back up. Get out of the hornet's nest. Do a Roth chest Oh, I loved. <laughs> I loved what he did. Hey, he that was work. legal. I don't understand. That no, was it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. It's was not legal. No, according to the rule book, if you take that shoot, you cannot improve your position. That's fact. Mm. And he improved his position by a lot. By a lot. Huh? And that was the ruling. It wasn't that he took the the, the runoff. And, you know, his his position was, I, I did it to avoid, you know, going six wide or whatever mm-hmm. and, and, and making a big wreck. Okay, I'll give you that. But you improved your position by like 10 or 12 spots. And that the only thing I didn't like about that is because NASCAR came out, and I listened to Elton Sawyer uh, with uh, the morning crew. Uh, I don't remember what yesterday, maybe the day on Tuesday, uh, when I don't know, but Elton, they questioned Elton about it. Why did it take you half a lap to call him off on that? And they said, well, they, we had to watch replays because when he shot out of there into that runoff, they didn't know exactly what position he was in. They knew that he joined in position one, but they wanted to make sure that they made the call. The only thing that, uh, uh, I can't even remember. I listen to him all the time. I'm having brain block. They were like, okay, 
no matter where he came from, he came out in position. Well, two, two then and went into one. The S's and he... he, he. Yeah, and, and Riddick, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that as well. But they said they they wanted to go through the replay to make sure exactly where he was at position-wise on the track. They should have known that when he, he started. They should have that right in front of him. They knew he started like 10th and they came out second. He positioned. Okay, stop. Like that should have been almost an instant why it thing. it took him a little while. But uh, even Elton Sawyer said, it's like, dude, he says at least Riddick got by him and he wasn't an impediment and nothing else changed. He What, he ended up now 27th, something yeah, he's, of that yeah, nature. Yeah, probably the yeah, last, last, and lead. last car on the lead lap. But I, I don't blame Ross for that. Oh. Uh, if they want to run off like was... that, make it way longer and so they can't go quick like he can. He fucking scoot it so they make it a big loop right. to where he can't speed like that. So it takes a long time Maybe to get around. put another chicane in that or I, something. I, so I I don't know. But, I mean, I don't blame him for doing what he did. I, I really don't. It was a brainy move. It almost looked like the rule, even, the even, the even rules, before. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> no. The rule states that if you take that route, and you merge back into traffic, you cannot improve your position by doing that. Hence the reason that it was a Bubba Wallace, there were some others that had made the same move, but they did not improve their position why they did not get penalized. I mean, that boy jumped from 10th to 12th up to 2nd contending for the win is again i i was like dude that was awesome yeah ah you just screwed up bad (laughs) go ahead frank almost looked like he planned that move he said he didn't they asked him about it they said did you guys plan that he's like no but you don't know no but i know i know but looking at the replay now I, i watched it several times to watch it looked like before he even got halfway through the straightaway, he knew what was going to come up with that turn, and he made the decision to take that because he went way high, way way high right off the bat. Oh, there wasn't even any smoke coming off his tires like he tried to make the turn. Yeah, <laughs> he was aiming for that. He knew he was yeah, on the I outside. Agree. He knew people were coming behind him. He's like, "Oh, screw it! I'm going to take the shoot." Yep. Like I said, I thought it was a really good move. Yeah. Gutsy call. I mean, all he had to do was tap the brakes a few times. And but, hey, like I said, I applaud him for uh, at least trying. Uh, it was pretty cool. And and guess what? He he lost to Denny this time, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Denny had a rough day think, too. Well, at least his yeah. start was rough. Um. Oh God, he was. Whew. All right. Yeah, yeah. Ross finished in twenty seventh, and where? Hamlin, Hamlin. No, Hamlin beat him. I just got to find it. There he is, fourteenth. Uh, so, all right. Let's let's get the stats out of the way, and then we'll. Uh, Move on down the road here. Tyler Reddick, second place in a lame duck car, 
wins or first place in a lame duck car wins the race and he's guaranteed in the playoffs. Uh, Austin Sendrick was second. Burton, his best career finish in number three, Todd Gilliland. I believe this is his best career finish in third. Uh, I'm sorry, fourth. Uh, Bubba Wallace, another top five. I think that's what, five in a row? No, I ain't five in a row. Five in a row, top fives. No, I don't think so. For sure. It's a I, couple, I so. but it's top, maybe top tens, but it ain't. No, he's he's been second, third, second, whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I'll give, I, I, I'm fair. I'll give him the credit. Bubba finished eighth last Another week. Top. The week before that was third. The week before that was 14th. The week before that was 35th. So the last three weeks, he's been decent, but he was All right. third, 14th, and then fifth. It just seems like he's doing really six, well. All... He's taking advantage of situations. Uh, Logano was sixth, Almondinger seventh, McDowell, another strong run in eighth, Cole Custer ninth, uh, Busher was tenth. After his car and, caught on fire, that was... Oh, my God! How in the hell? The, I mean, they had to take Squeegee on the inside of that car. Yeah, they had come in a couple of times and blow him out, and I can't believe he finished 10th. I had him in my lineup, too, and I'm like, oh, he's done for the day. Nope. Yeah, well, I made a similar mistake, but... Uh, Kyle Busch, 11th, Christopher Bell, 12th. Stenhouse Jr. 13th, Hamlin 14th, Eric Jones 15th, and Chase Elliott, the top finishing HMS car, was in 16th. It's not his fault. He got spun out in the beginning like, on turn one, but he, you know, got yeah, caught. He got caught up. Alex in... Bowman in 31. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, William Byron in 31, Alex Bowman in 32, and Larson was in 35. All right, perfect segue. Holy hell, him and Ty Dillon. I don't know what happened with him. Did he forget the turn was there? Did his brakes go out? I still don't know what. I saw a story earlier today. They say the brakes didn't go out. So what was that all about? He was daydreaming or something. Did the throttle stick? Was he, you know... I saw a story specific to this that said HMS has done their little after thing. The brakes weren't the problem. What was that all about then? I don't know. It was a wicked crash. He's lucky he didn't go straight to a wall. I find it hard to believe. Larson's one of the more talented drivers. He drives almost everything. That he went in there that high and just and just forgot to even try to slow down. Something went wrong. Like Brian said, did he doze off? Did he have a moment? I, I don't know. It, it just, the, the one definitive thing I've, I've heard of, and again, there may be more out there that I haven't seen, but they definitively said that the brakes did not fail. That's all they said. The radio communication right before it happened where Larson was complaining about his brakes. He did say something. He was having soft brakes or something. 
like on the radio transmissions. But it it wasn't like a, just, it wasn't like a Kevin Harvick where they exploded. I don't know what racetrack it was a few weeks ago. It wasn't like that, but it, it's like his brakes didn't even go. There was no tire smoke. He just he just was going, and, he, and Ty Dillon was just a innocent bystander to that. And and I, you know I feel sorry for Ty Dillon on that. I mean, obviously, but man, can you imagine if Ty Dillon wasn't there and he'd have run straight into that barrier because that's where he was going head on into that 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 barrier. I mean, that was ama- that was one of the hardest hits between two cars that I think we've witnessed in a very, very long time. Uh, it just, I mean, it ripped the side off. I, 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 I just sat here. I was like, what the hell was that? And, and of course, they were in commercial when it happened, so we had to come back and... Um, I don't know. I Kyle hasn't really said a lot about it. Uh, I just I got that official statement today out of HMS where they they said that it the brakes did not fail. It was something else. Now did the throttle hang up? And if so, why didn't he just try to self spin going in versus pull it through the corner? I mean. Holy crap. But I give him credit. He jumped out of that car, and before he allowed himself to be taken to the in care, he went and talked to Ty. You know, um, it just was absolutely amazing to me. Ty's interview was, 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 was good. He, he didn't try to throw out of the bus with it or anything. He just. You know, he wasn't like he was mad at Kyle in his interview or, or nothing. So that was that was good. He was he was he was a good guy about it. All right. Um. Again, let's move on to stats so we can keep rolling here. Uh, regular standings right now. You got Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain, Logano, Byron, Blaney, Larson, Truex Jr., Reddick. Hamlin, Bell, Kyle Busch, Chase Briscoe, Kurt Busch, after missing two races and now three races coming up, is in uh, 18th. Briscoe's in, or I'm sorry, wait a minute, what are we doing here? He's in 13th. I think I got the wrong screen up here. Chase Elliott won, Blaney two, Ross third, Truex fourth, Larson fifth, uh, Bell sixth, Logano seventh, yes. Kyle Busch eighth, Byron ninth, uh, Harvick ten, Reddick eleventh, Bowman twelfth, Suarez thirteen, Cindric fourteen, Briscoe fifteen, Almirola sixteen. That's just by point. This isn't Chase. That's that's what I was looking yeah. for. I had it filtered wrong. Yeah, I, not, I apologize. Her Bush is eighteenth. Hamlin is nineteenth. Like these are the guys who have wins. Um, but if you go to the chase, it's, uh, Elliot, Chastain, Logano, Byron, Blaney, Larson, mind you, Blaney don't have a win yet. Then Truex, Reddick with two, Hamlin, Bell, Kyle Busch, then Briscoe, then Kurt Busch, then Suarez, Cindric, and Bowman. And Harvick is how many points out? 96. 
Almirola 156. So they better get wins. Anybody who wants in from now on, I think they need wins. Because there's, there's no way you're going to catch. You have to get a win. They want And if you go by, by wins right now, Elliot's got four. Chastain, Logano, Byron, Reddick, and Hamlin all have two. Larson, Bell, Kyle Busch, Briscoe, Kurt Busch, Suarez, Sindrick, and Bowman all have one. So, uh, Chase standings, I, is that what you just yeah, did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, and again, you got uh, Blaney and Truex that as of right now are in on points. I don't think that's going to stand. I think we're going to have, it's, uh, this weekend, I think we're going to have a first-time winner. I really do. Yeah, for um, how fast this track is, it might with this car, it might feel like a super speedway. Oh, it's going to feel like a super speedway. So, <laughs> all right, those are the hard facts. Let's get this fantasy bullshit out of the way. Lunar took the league this week. He had a 192. I don't know who he had. I, I somehow cannot filter on that. You had a 173. I had a 162. There was I'm happy with that for how messed up this race was. Well, somebody screwed me hard towards the end of the race, and then because uh, I was sitting pretty close to around uh, a 200 until that last debacle. He he had he had Bell, Reddick, Wallace, Briscoe, and McDowell. Nice. I had Sin. That was that's really nice. I had Cindric, Suarez, Elliott, Reddick, and Bell. Busher screwed. Well, not screwed me, but Busher would have been better for Suarez. But it only it would only gave me an extra fifteen points, so still wouldn't have been two hundred. Kyle Kyle Bush is the one that, for whatever reason, happened to him. Because I had Ty Gibbs, which ended up being good. I should have put him in for Kyle Bush. I took him out and replaced Chase Briscoe with him, and then Cindric Reddick and uh Suarez but that's why they call it a fantasy league you can dream <laughs> and let's button up the fantasy league Frank said Chastain was going to be a winner Brian said Elliot I said Suarez so I won that one sure dark horse um I said Gibbs Brian said Almondinger and Frank said Kozlowski. I think Almondinger finished the best out of that bunch. Uh, whether you didn't Bubba win that, finished... what are you talking? Who did? You says you won that. You said Suarez. He finished twenty eighth. Elliot finished sixteenth. I win that. Okay. <laughs> Put the gold star on. I your will. Forehead I show. will. I will. <laughs> Uh, on the bubble watch. Yeah, we. I think we all lost. No, Frank won. We both said no. Frank said yes. Hamlin uh, finishing. Yeah, we said. I yeah. said. We all. I said no. You guys said yes. He did. 
<laughs> you didn't look like good. it. So that's that. All right. Unless you guys, either one, have anything more to say about Indianapolis and the road course, that is, uh, we'll move on, but floor is you guys's. Go ahead. Uh, I feel I don't. I like the road course, but I also feel we need the oval. Go back to there twice a year, one oval, and do the oval like, I don't know, do it in April or something and come back. How about make it a tandem with the, the Indianapolis 500? Yeah, why not? Like I said, do the oval and the road course. They're you both like the They're both good. When the Brickyard first started, they did it on Saturdays. Well, like I said, that I don't. It's and a lot of the drivers are like, you know, they want the oval. Like Kevin Harvick said, it's 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 just embarrassing that we're not doing the oval, which it's an iconic track. I don't feel, you know, how like they say, like, you know, Daytona and you know, Indy or all the pinnacle races or whatever. Like, I don't consider the Indy Road Course one of those pinnacle races. I would say, I, I would say, Brickyard Four Hundred is. You know, like, oh, you won at the Brickyard, and they're taking pictures and all that. I'm like, I don't think consider the road course part of that. The Oval, they, I think they should do Oval early in the year or vice versa, but they can go there twice a year. Why not? It's no, I don't, I I don't get it. Why not? Agree. No, I do. I absolutely agree. And I would love to see it as a tandem event on Memorial Day weekend with the Indianapolis 500. Well, they just like, move the Charlotte race to, to some other time. And, of course, I'm going to get the blowback about, well, the uh, the Charlotte 600. Well, you know what? You took the Daytona 500 away well, yeah, from like us exactly. on, on 4th of July. <laughs> you took the Darlington 500 mm-hmm. away from us on Labor Day. So shut the F up. Take, put Charlotte or Daytona back for the 4th of July and the Brickyard with the Indy 500. Boom. And then, and then people could do the, you know, Indy 500, you know, and... The double, the double, double yeah. Without having to fly well, six yeah. hours to, I, I, I agree. I, I think I don't. Again, I, I was actually sold this year on on the road course. I, I really and truly enjoyed that race. That it kept me glued to the seat, um, especially after the debacle that was last year, which was horrible yeah the turtle in the backstretch yeah that was that was bad the ramp that caused it was bad uh i i was really surprised that they actually tried it again after that but i'm glad they did their ratings proved and it's not going away i'm sure the ratings are really good no they've already announced they're doing it again next year but i agree with kevin harvick uh, and what you just said, they need to do the oval. They need to do the Brickyard 400. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be on any date certain. No. Imagine the PR if they did it on well, Memorial Well, it's weekend. what they did this weekend with the Indy, and it was like they were, they were tagging it all together. The Indy cars were doing the road course with the truck. Or the, How about do that on Memorial exact, Day Exactly. I know, I know, but they were doing the advertising, and now why don't not do it then? And I think it'd be bigger then. Because they're coming back to the Oval. And uh, the Indianapolis Raceway Park with the trucks and Ar- oh, was it Arco there, that was a good race too. The IRP, yeah. they went back to it. Shit. You know, it used to be Xfinity there. Xfinity and trucks. And this is the first time they've been back in a couple years. And it was really good. 
So it was. I didn't catch all of that truck race, but I caught a little it was, bit. It was it was really good. It was good. It was really good finish and racing. It's actually so. the first race I've ever been to was a truck race back in 2010 when we went, drove up to visit with you, Dave. Was was it IRP? Yeah, it was IRP then. That is awesome. I remember that visit. That was fun. That's the first time we got you a microphone in your face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Let's close out Indy unless anything anybody else wants to talk about. Not really. Indy's good. All right. Let's move on to some news and notes. Um I I've got some things wrote down here and a lot of it does have to do with events at Indianapolis. Um but I I I wanna kind of blast through this and then move on to the next race. Um I texted Brian through in in the middle of the race. I don't know who's aware of this, but NASCAR, in addition to their uh, driver cams, they have what they call an aerial cam, which is basically a drone that's just flying around the track and kind of keeping track of the leaders. There was nobody there. Yeah, it was pretty empty. I was surprised. It was empty. And back when I, in the mid-90s, whenever they started, and I I went to the first several races, you had to get into a lottery to get a ticket. And we started out at the entrance to turn three. We, we couldn't see shit because of the the fence and the way that chain link lines up. I thought when I first got those tickets, and it was for the inaugural race, I'm like, man, I'm styling. I'm at the Brickyard 400. I'm right down on the wall. Man, this is going to be awesome. I can see turn two. I can see three. I'm on it. I can see over into turn four. The only thing I'm missing is pit road and turn one. All I did all day long was... I couldn't see shit. Literally. The only thing I saw was them coming in to turn three, going through turn three, and exiting turn four. So, next year, now I'm in. So I get to upgrade. Same section, up about what Brian maybe 10 rows 12 rows mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot granted it was better it was just less magnified as to the issue long story short I think it was four to maybe five years later I finally got upgraded into the short shoot between three and four and not only upgraded, I was in the top of the stands like, man, I'm now, now I'm styling. I mean, I've got all of this front stretch, the back stretch. I can see the entrance to turn one, the exit of turn two, all of three and four. And I'm like, man, I'm in heaven. 
we're sitting there watching the race, and all of a sudden, we see smoke below us, and then feel literally in the stands, 30-plus rows up, a bump. Somebody turned around and slammed the wall in the short shoot. It took us almost 10 minutes to figure out who it was because it took them that long to drag Jerry Nadu off the wall in the 25 car. And that was the last time I was in Indianapolis. I was like, I'm done. I can see more on my couch and uh, on the TV than I can here. I mean, I love the track. But it's not viewer friendly or uh, not viewer uh, attendance friendly. There's, in my opinion, there's so much. I mean, what? We're talking a two and a half mile, two mile track. I don't think there's any place on that track outside of sitting in a drone or a blimp that you can see everything. Well, even if you had good seats, you have that fucking huge gondola, whatever, building in the center of the fucking the track where you can't see we were we were on uh pit road one time if i remember correctly well i think it was we we went to the irock races and we were checking different spots of the track yeah we were checking like let's go over there and see what it looks like and let's go over here and see and it just was like it was hard to see because just there's always something in the way and then in, on the front stretch it's nice you get the front stretch but you have that huge building you can't see the back stretch and where you the were, or whatever yeah, whatever, that yeah, that building. I don't know what it is, but yeah. All right, um, let's get past this. We all know that Camping World is not returning to the Truck Series, correct? Yeah, they they apparently NASCAR has known about that for a while. Apparently, rumors is going to be Craftsman again, which is nice to see here. <laughs> Actually, they, yeah, Craftsman was, I think, the initial sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Okay. I, I, I like it. Yep. <laughs> I, I do. But, I ha- like but Haley Diggins going to lose her. Well, she doesn't have to, but that's one of her sponsors is Craftsman. I don't know how, like, I guess it's owned by Lowe's now, so it's not really out of, it's not Sears. I was going to say Sears was back in the day, so it's not bankrupt. Right. So it's technically Lowe's that owns the right. brand. So, yeah, it'd be nice if that's true. I'm pretty sure they'll announce it probably during the playoffs or later on. Say, you know, next year. I just, like I said, that don't upset me at all. Nope. Um, Sounds better. Craftsman oh, Truck more, Series. One more thing I didn't want to cover before or say, excuse me, before we uh, leave Indianapolis. Keselowski's got a new name. It's Pinball Wizard. That boy was bouncing off of everything and everybody. Uh, I just, holy crap. I don't know how his year can get any worse. I really don't. He came out and said to yesterday or today, he says NASCAR is too lenient on penalties. He says NASCAR needs to be handing out penalties like candy. Well, <laughs> I think that probably that sentiment is how. Hamlin and Kyle Bush were treated versus him. Mm-hmm. I and and I, I mean, I I went into a diatribe last week. I'm not going to do it well, again. Well, last week. week we said, did, did what we think? What we think? Kyle, you know, 
Brad Kozlowski is thinking, and we're we're like, well, he's staying low. And then he came out this week and says that he thinks they need to be. He needs more. They, NASCAR needs more penalties to keep people in line. So I don't. I don't know. They, they need to be even handed. Yeah. is what they need to do. I I don't care when you rob the bank or if you got caught at the bank or whether you got caught when you got home. You committed the same crime, and the penalty should be the same. And that's that's as simple as I can put it. Uh, William Bryan's hauler. William Bryan, yeah, the yeah, yeah, NASCAR allowed them to work on the car that was in there and didn't take like change anything, but like just checked it out and and they had the the Hendrick spare car was on there also, so they allowed them to check all that out. But yeah, that's pretty scary that their his hauler. Well, I don't know exactly. The, it was the generator. Generator, it was yeah. The generator that burned oh, yeah. up. And of course, Hendrick at Indianapolis, seventeenth or sixteenth for uh, Elliott, and everyone else was yeah, way back. Twenty four was thirty one, thirty two, thirty five. Yep. I don't think they. <laughs> they uh, Chase Elliott was right there was, when he got hit, and he just couldn't come back. It was too late in the race. Well, I'm not second. a. Uh, a person that likes to hear all the people talking about how Chase Elliott likes to cry a lot, but in this posi- in this situation, he needed to just shut his mouth. I I'm not saying he did anything wrong. I'm not saying Chase. He did I don't I don't think right. Chase said anything. It was it was Ryan Blaney? Oh yeah, he did. Did he? Oh yeah. I didn't see anything. There, there's a couple of quotes out there. He was he was effing this and effing that. And, I didn't see anything. Uh, it's like, man, just shut up. Same with Blaney, and and I like both of them. I really do. But you both need to just shut up. You're all rainbows and unicorns when things are going right. But whatever. I think Blaney's getting more frustrated where he's pretty much not there every weekend for the win, but he's there and contending. Oh, he is now. And he's not got the win and it's I think getting to him where hit the possibility he might not be in the chase because of it you know and it's and I watch th- him and Harvick him and Harvick both the aggressiveness is going to be on display yeah, I think Harvick is both. gonna amp up for sure yeah I expect him to win we got what Michigan Richmond Watkins Daytona so I expect him I expect Harvick for Richmond or Michigan to do really well now, see, I go Richmond or Watkins Glen. He's good at both. But I just think Michigan's just one of those tracks, and we'll see with this new car where they can just hold it wide open. He might be one of those, you know, be super aggressive. Was it Mark Martin has the track record at I think Bill. Michigan. I think it's Bill Elliott. No, I think it's Mark Martin. Track record, I think it was 205, almost 206 at Michigan. Uh, I think I'd be very interested to see what these speeds are um this coming weekend with the new car. Yeah. Uh I'm trying I know Brian's way ahead of me here. But. Jeff Gordon holds the qualifying record at 206 2014. Jeff Gordon? 2014, yeah. 206 miles an hour. I thought it was Mark Martin. Same here, yeah. 
I was trying, Frank. And my ass is NASCAR's face trip. Isn't Indianapolis? Just I'm just looking at those facts. I mean, uh, Atlanta. I just. I thought it was Atlanta. Oh, this is on the Michigan's website.org. Michigan MIS NASCAR's fastest racetrack. As due to the repave in 2012. Long straightways on a track and let drivers reach their high speeds. Now, I don't yeah, know. I, this was probably made. Probably sure it's pre Atlanta. What was Atlanta's? Because this is 206 and they're running 200. That's pretty damn quick. I said this is Jeff Gordon has the record at 206.558. All right. I just Googled it and it says Michigan is the fastest track in NASCAR. I didn't think that. To be honest, I, did not. <laughs> I didn't realize that, to be completely honest. <laughs> I did not realize that. I thought it was uh, Atlanta. And it would have obviously be Daytona or Talladega but out because of restrictor the plates. restrictor plate. Yeah. But you're correct. I just Googled it, and they're saying that Michigan is the fastest track due to its wide sweeping corners, long straightaways. I expect it to be just like it this week, too. New car. I expect it to be like a super speedway. I expect it to be racing. Because I remember like it. it was a big deal when uh, Mark Martin broke the track record and he was running like 205, 206, something like that. But I had no idea that I thought Atlanta was faster than them. I think Atlanta probably has restricted. No, it does not. There's only two tracks still that run restrictor plates, and that's Daytona and Talladega. The Atlanta is 197. Jeffrey Bodine. Even with the reconfiguration that's going on now? I, that's, who holds the record for Atlanta? Oh, well. Oh. Oh. Okay, I don't know how real this is. This might be Indy, though. Yeah, IndyCar 224. I'd have to look. Right yeah, it looks like it's 197. 197 and Jeffrey Bodine. Just by quick searching. 97. Wow. That long, so that that record's been standing for twenty five years. Okay. Who was like I said, Jeff? Gordon. I didn't realize it was Jeff Gordon. I didn't either. Two hundred six point five, twenty fourteen. I expect I expect two hundreds again this week with the new car and oh i do too with the with the extra do, gear i also expect a lot of carnage uh yeah because it's gonna be yeah i like i said i don't know what to expect usually michigan's just pretty pretty lame pretty like low back but with this new car and i i was i don't i don't know what to really expect but i i expect more carnage than normal yeah well, I remember that. What what year was it? We went there and it was. They had that practice, and we came out and they canceled practice because there was a car flipped over on turn two or one. Who was that? 
Uh, Morgan Shepard in the 21, and it took him a day to figure out how to put it on a rollback yeah. to, to get it out of there. Yeah. And that's back when they had the uh, Friday and Saturday qualifying. Yeah, and all yeah, that. that was yeah. They had happy hour one, they, they happy just, hour two. They, yeah, they pulled it to the end of pit road because they couldn't fit. It was so jacked up they they didn't know what to do with mm-hmm. it. I do remember that. That was amazing because we were sitting in the stands for that one. That was amazing. But I think it was Morgan Shepard. So, uh, I just got two more news bits that I want to do, and then I'm going to shut up and let you guys bring up whatever you want to bring up. Uh, Real quick hit, Eric Jones has signed an extension uh, with Petty GMS, which I think is really cool. Real happy with that. Glad he's staying there. Yeah, I like what he yep. said. He's like, I feel like my voice is heard here for like improvements or this and that. He feels like he's just not the driver, just driving, shut up and drive. His 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 word is meaningful to that organization. Absolutely. And then another backstory: Richard Childress is really, really, really pissed with Tyler Reddick. Oh yeah, even with the wins. And- there's nothing he can do about it because the guy's out. He's solidly in the chase now, but it Richard Childress has done at least two interviews slash statements where he's not pleased. And, and the last uh, article that I read where supposedly they were interviewing him, he says, do you remember when Kevin Harvick left? And he was telling the interviewer, we talked about it. And he said, at that time, there wasn't much I could do about it. There wasn't much I could offer. But Kevin Harvick had the integrity to come to me and talk to me about it and tell me what his options were and why he was taking that option. And he said, the difference is he and I held a press conference together and told the world about it. He said, why I'm so angry is that this was done behind my back, without my input, without any opportunity for me to do anything about it. And it was announced publicly. He said, I was totally blindsided. He said, I had no idea any of this was going on. And that's why he's so angry about this. But what's he going to do? I still say he's going to tell Tyler when we're done this year, whether he wins a championship or not, he should, but bye. He should get, he should call up, call up Austin Hill. Segue, call up Austin Hill into that eight car. Be done with it. Austin Hill's running the 33 in Michigan. That's what I was. Yeah. That's why I said segue. Cause he's, he's already getting Austin Hill settled into a car, the 33, which is nice to see back on track. Um, but yeah, I just say screw screw the extension. If you want to go, fuck you and go. Even though yeah. Tyler Reddick will probably <laughs> outperform whole RCR as it is, just because that's who a good racer he is, and he's gonna get top tier equipment from Gibbs and Denny Hamlin and whatnot. But um, now I thought I wanted to throw something out here. We still don't know what Kyle Busch is gonna do. No. And I, I have been saying all year that he's going to go over to Stuart Haas. 
I don't know whether that's going to happen or not because readings in the last week, it sounds like maybe Kyle is going to lower his demands. And stay yeah, he's saying changing concessions and stuff like that, yeah. So Richard Childress gets pissed and tells Tyler Reddick, bye-bye. Kick rocks, kid. And puts in Austin Hill. And then Tony Stewart hires Reddick for a year, just a one-year, one-off contract while they're waiting on the 2311 thing. Well, I thought about this today also because of the Austin Hill thing is what if, what if, because right now, Kurt Busch, much as, you know, he's a likable guy, I'm sorry, your health is more important, be done racing, retire, be done. So that leaves that car open for one year. So who's going to take it? Ty Gibbs next year. And then Denny Hamlin gets a third charter and puts Tyler Reddick in it because they're already talking about um, Bubba Wallace extensions. They've already, there's already. So I think Denny Hamlin's going to get, if Ty Gibbs doesn't go to Gibbs, he's going to go to Denny and drive the whatever car 45, you know, put him in it, screw it. And then get a third charter. for You know, there's a lot of validity in what you're saying about Kurt Busch. Yeah, I, I feel this is going to be the third straight race, and, and the only reason he's going to be in the playoffs is because he he's won, won a race. Yeah. And I think he may ride. There's a lot of things that the mainstream NASCAR media isn't paying attention to right now, and I think this is one of those big stories yep. uh, with Kurt Busch. I think he may, as soon as he can, get back in the car and finish up. He'll do a Dale Jr. Just finish out the year and be done. I think. I I I'm I tend to it, well I'll put it this way I would not be surprised if that's what ends up happening I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and honors the rest of his contract yeah. through 2023 but I've also seen a couple articles out there where Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan have both told him he's like no matter what you do you've got a place in this yeah, organization yeah, for you're, life right. he's basically got a Jeff Gordon contract yeah. So like I like I said, so, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, could put Ty Gibbs in the 45. That'll leave that car because if Reddick is, you know, if Childress is gonna say screw you, I'm gonna keep you in contract, not let you go. That means that 45 car is open if Kurt Busch retires. So put Ty Gibbs into it. Bam. I know it's it's gonna take well, him a while to get, I, and then buy a third charter for Tyler Reddick, which he's already talked about buying a third charter. He has. But I still say, in my opinion, at this point, with the information that we have, I believe that when the chase is done this year and the championship and all that, Tyler Reddick is done with children. I think, yeah, I, I, I think I, he I, might do a, a 180 on him. Ha <laughs> son. Find a ride for next year, you know. And then I also will not be surprised either way whether Kurt Busch says, you know what, I'm done with this, there's his ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple scenarios I see playing out, and there's, yeah. a, there's a lot coming, and like I said, I think Kurt's done after this year. If not done already, they, you know, he might say screw it, but I think he wants to finish out the year. Kyle Busch. I think, he, I think he's hungry to try and go mm-hmm. do it one more time. Yeah, he's been at the track. Um, he's been helping with data and behind the scenes with the races. Yeah. So he's already trying to progress into that role. Um, but there's a lot of 
I think there's going to be a lot of shakeups, especially when the chase is locked there's in. There's a lot of things that aren't being talked about yeah. that I think is going to happen. And when the chase locks in, I think it's going to be a lot of shit hitting the ground. You know, it's, it's no longer stuck. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. You know, it could I be, see. it could be if Kurt gets back in the car just to convince himself whether or not he still can or still wants to because of his injuries. Yeah, I think he's going to be, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think Dale Jr. probably talked to him because he's the one that can relate the most and right. see what, here's what I dealt with. Well, if you'll remember in the dawn of Dale Jr.'s career, he went through this same protocol, the same missing time, and he did come back. Too early, he had another concussion. Finish the year. Yep. And then he retired. Now he raises I, one off every I year. I really wonder if Kurt Busch isn't going to do the same thing. Because if he does make that decision, as we just got done discussing, it opens up a lot of doors for a lot of people in a lot of different situations, not just with 2311, not just with. Richard Childress Racing, there, there, there is a huge, huge domino effect of this, of a lot of different teams, a lot of different drivers. Mm -hmm. And until the day comes where Kyle Busch is solidified and whether he's going to stay with JGR or go somewhere else, and I still am going to stick to my guns until it doesn't happen that he's going to Stuart Haas. Well, even Carver came, Carver came out and said, I'd and love to have him. <laughs> I'd love yes. it. Carvick's like, oh, hell to the yeah on that. Yeah. Which kind of gave me more. He knows something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you get that one settled between whether Kurt retires or not, whether Kyle stays or not, and then you've got Harvick kicking his two cents in, I I think this could be an earthquake. Oh, yeah. In, in the postseason and probably post... And I think the, the, the main domino that's got to drop is what does Kyle Busch do? Yeah, when Kyle Busch goes, it's going to be boom, bam, 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 bam. Because now you've got a spot for Ty Gibbs, which means you don't have to make a spot for Tyler Riddick over at 2311. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Busch decides, mm -hmm. like I said, there are so many things that could happen right here. I, but if Kyle leaves JGR and goes over there to uh, Stuart Haas, that just automatically, in my mind, opens door after door after door after door for... Silly season. Uh, I don't think the Kyle Bush news has come out until until he's knocked out of the chase. You know, let, let's say he gets out knocked out in the top eight. If he doesn't make top eight, I think there'll be an announcement. I'm no longer as Gibbs this year. I think it's 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 gonna wait till the chase is over. So it's because that's gonna be more publicity. I think so too. It, there's nothing gonna come out. Like I said, regardless if it's settled now, it, like which it could be, which I don't think it is. They are they're not gonna announce anything until his season's done, you know, like regardless of But I have to wonder if it's not done already because you had Trevor Bain that could have gone over to twenty. Man, I love Trevor Bain a second chance. Give him a car, good equipment, and he proved A man mm. with 
a year plus of experience on the cup circuit and Ty Gibbs gets the nod over him, which to me means that they're trying to get him some track time, some seat time. John Hunter Nemechek was supposed to be the original guy in the 45, if you didn't know. Denny Hamlin came out and said that this week. Really? John Hunter. I did not know that. That's a Kyle Busch driver, and, you know, he has cup experience a whole year, but... In, you know, not in the new car, so. Yeah. It was the old car. Yeah, John Hunter, he was the original, and then I'm pretty sure Joe Gibbs like, no, let's put tie in, get him in there, and he's proven his worth. And and I, I've, I've questioned since the day that announcement was made why Trevor Bain was passed over again. And I believe it has to do with grooming Ty to take over the 18. Oh, I think he's going to be the 18. I, I agree with you, Brian. I think in my common sense trying to figure things out world that the Kyle Busch situation is really already resolved. And it, They're yeah. probably just trying to iron out, and I brought this up before, You've got Kyle Busch Motorsports yeah. with the trucks. You've got his son, Keelan, that you've got to take care. I mean, it's not just what Kyle Busch decides to drive. There's a whole lot of other stuff involved that Kyle Busch wants full support for. I don't know. It's kind of like I know Kyle Busch is you know, into that, but if you don't know... I, I kind of meant to bring this up the other day. Do you know how Tony Stewart has his drag racing team with his girlfriend or wife, whatever she is now? Do you know what car brand that is, his drag racing team? Kyle? Tony Stewart. Uh, Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart drag racing team. It's Dodge. Ah. Yeah, I do remember seeing yeah. that. His drag racing team is Dodge. I do remember seeing that. So he... That's a subject we haven't touched on for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Tony Stewart's drag racing team is Dodge. Yes, that it's it's not affiliated with NASCAR, but t- that means Tony has his hand in the pot with Dodge, and they could have already approached him as, hey, we want to come back to NASCAR. What if we shove $50 million down your throat for R&D and getting you started up, you know? So... And having Kevin Harvick and Kyle, Kyle Bush, Bush at the helm of that. And that's something that I think would trip Kyle Bush's trigger. Yeah. In the dawn of his career is like, all right, let's do something different. Mm-hmm. You know? And when I read the article about Kyle Bush's comment, willing to take a pay cut and make concessions, I was thinking, you know, Maybe one of the people he's talking to, one of the teams he's talking to, has offered him less money, and he's realizing now he's not may not get what he's asking. So he's putting that out there because he knows he's taking less money already. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't. He's not going to get the twenty-three million dollar salary that he's getting now. So even if it goes down to fifteen or whatever, right. I. I think he'll find a sponsor, like even if it is Haas, 
Like, he'll find one. That's what Kurt Busch drove for a long time. Haas. So, I I can see it happening. I just, like I said, we're waiting for... He's waiting for his season to be done before he announces what he's doing. Even though if it's done now or not. But like I said, it's one of those... I meant to bring that up a couple weeks ago about Tony Stewart. That his... He's... He's got his hand in the pot with Dodge. So it's very well maybe true. Like I said, I think as these guys progress or don't through the playoffs, I think there's going to be some pretty, pretty really big shoes drop. I, I, you know, they always talk about silly season, but there's so many people involved in all the scenarios that we've discussed. And they're all involved in the, the chase one way or another, uh, or the playoffs, except for Harvick. But as of right now, uh, he's got four races to fix that. And I think he will actually, but, uh, man. There, th- this could be an earth-shattering end of the season. I mean, unbelievable end of the season well, yeah. as far as Especially- announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, the latest monkey wrench is obviously Kurt Busch with his concussion. Yeah, concussion. Um, how scared is he about this? Does he want to keep going for another year? Take another chance? I mean, let's face it: this didn't happen at Tay- Daytona or Talladega. Yeah, you know it. It was a smaller. What was it? Not a. It was, it was Pocono. It? Pocono, which is again a, a fast track. His his hit didn't seem that hard. Kyle Larson looked it, a lot harder. <laughs> so oh my God, it just is just a, probably uh, an awkward hit where his head probably bounced around in the head seat, and that's a wrap. Yeah. All right. Um. Anything else you guys got news and views wise? Yes, I want to say congratulations to Ryan Newman for winning Wilkesboro last night. (laughs) (laughs) And the place was packed. Yes, I saw pictures and I was like, holy shit, could you imagine just the goosebumps of just walking in that place and just seeing it packed? I I saw a side by side on Facebook Uh from the last race that was there and then uh in the in the cup series and last night it was more packed last night than it was for the uh-huh i was like oh yeah oh yeah I, when i saw cool. it i was like yes it looks outdated but they're working on it if they want nascar co- to come there they need to do the new a new catch fence because that catch fence is old but it looks so good i can only imagine what it felt like cuz this pro- how long has that track been down 15 plus years 20 years whatever imagine Something imagine like going that. to the last race there and coming to this first race could you imagine just the memories that just bam hit that person in the face you know many people were there that went there you know back in the day and then junior announced he's going to be in his car he's driving later on this month or next month he's driving his orig- very first original car Paint scheme, sun drop, same exact paint scheme and sponsor from when he did his very first race there, which is fucking cool. So I thought that was awesome, and NASCAR needs to take fucking notes. 
I agree. I'd yeah. rather see him at Rockingham or North Wilkesboro versus downtown Chicago. I'm so I'm so glad that they're redoing this. I know they're going to redo Pave It, and I think that's going to drive. It won't be NASCAR Cup, but I can see trucks and Arca, and then them obviously sprinkling maybe Xfinity, and then seeing from there. But I think definitely NASCAR will be there in the next five years. But it'll not the Cup. It'll be trucks first. I just thought it was so cool, and I saw seeing Ryan Newman won it. And I'm like, that's fucking so cool. I think that made it cool to me. Yeah, to see Newman win it. Yeah, I thought that was great. No, it was absolutely awesome. I I, I agree with you. I'd forgot about it, but uh, that that that's awesome. All right. Anything else, guys? Oh, let me do a real quick thing. I'm sure, there's probably something. The 34 penalized for 100 points, and that was last week. Yeah, he. That was last week. Yeah, he. They came out and said they're not gonna um, not contest the penalty. What is it called? I knew they got penalized last week. I thought it said update two. I was wondering maybe they got They just came out and said they're not going to contest the that penalty and they're going to take it. That's why it's showing as a fresh as a new as a yeah, new Yeah, yeah, okay. they, they said they're not they're not they're just going to take the penalty starting this week. Okay. That's Michael McDowell. Yes, no. Michael McDowell, yeah. yeah yes, McDowell. Okay. So the, he had Bondo in his seams. I'm just trying to read up on some other things, and there's nothing really camp. A hometown thing there uh, on my end. Uh, Martin transportation system is going to be on Michael Dow's car in Michigan. Um, what is Martin transportation systems? What's that? MTS. They're a trucking company. If, if that's the one I'm thinking of down here. They haul fuel and oil and stuff uh, nationwide in 18-wheelers. Okay. And uh, we used to, I used to work on one of Martin's terminals uh, a few years ago. I kind of thought that was interesting to see that. I didn't think Martin, Trent Martin was that big. I, I guess I, uh, you know, I knew they were along the south, Houston, and, you know, Mobile goes out here through the oil field, oil field regions along the Gulf Coast. I didn't realize they were that big. Huh. I was, I'm reading uh, Bob Pockris's tweets because he has a lot of information. And um, someone asked him, like, he, someone asked him a question. He's like, what can we expect out of Michigan? Will it race more like the Auto Club or Atlanta? Uh, he replied, it says, uh, Michigan will be a the 670 horsepower package, so expect it to be more like California than Atlanta. I don't know what the 670 horsepower package is. I don't know if that's going to be or not. I'd have to. Another thing, too, Chase Hillick can win the regular season points two weeks early because of he's so far ahead. That was another thing is he's so far ahead in the regular points. He, he can win two races early. He can win technically at Watkins Glen instead of Daytona. But other than that, there's really nothing news wise. Okay. See, real. Yeah. 
Martin Temptations is a partner of Love's. That's why he's going to be on McDowell's car. They were, uh, I didn't realize they were partnered with Love's. Truck stops. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that they were that, they were that big. Um, I haven't seen anything much left to talk to either. I agree with you on this. Really, other than the races that we talked about. I'd still be interested to see what uh, Kyle Larson has to say about that in Indy, but he has, he has not there's saying a, There's an article here saying NASCAR cover up speculated as feel the tr real truth behind Ford Kyle Larson. I haven't read it. I don't know if it's. They're saying something. Other than that, no, I'm good. Um, only thing we have left to do is picks. Who you got, Frank, for the winner next week at Michigan? Daniel Suarez. Who? Suarez? Suarez. Out of left field. Right. Well, I'm looking, actually, I'm looking at the stats of the last six races at Michigan. Uh, uh, oh, no, that's not, that's not Michigan. I picked up the wrong track. I would say... I just... I think Harvick, Harvick, I'm going to say Harvick. He's got such a fire under his ass right now. Needs to. Say Harvick. That's who I picked. Is it? Harvick, yep. Harvick. Frank, who's your dark horse? Below 25th position. 25 and below. Ricky Stenhouse. No, he's 24th. Uh, Michael McDowell. Good pick. I was going to say that, but I'll go Brad. Bad Brad. <laughs> what? Are, do you have a camera over here or something? <laughs> <laughs> 14 hours away. I don't think so. That was my pick. All right. Does Bubba finish the race? <sighs> yes. Top 20? Yes. I hate to say yes. He's just on a decent roll lately, so yeah. Nope. <laughs> How about Denny? Ah, uh, yeah, he's gonna finish. He's gonna finish top twenty. I'll say yeah. So did I. All right. Yeah. All right, guys, we're way long here. I get that.
Um, Brian, I, I'm obviously I want you to do your little thing, but I did want to take note that in the last couple of days, we do have a couple of new uh, subscribers. Uh, I don't know, Brian, I know you're, you're in on this. Uh, I posted, a, I posted, no, I'm not, I don't have it. Uh, I know I've reposted, got- a, I've reposted a lot of videos from the indie because it's, the way their crashes were, so that's probably what it is. I do know that the last podcast audio version was our most listened to. I think just that's because the Denny Hamlin and Kyle Bush okay. disqualification. Right. It was the well, we, we do have two new subscribers, Ned Yost 63 and Joshua Kinberg. You, you too. So I want to give them shout-outs for, for subs- – because w- – when they subscribe, as soon yeah. as you upload, that they're alerted to it. Yeah. So we did get two new ones this week, um, which was to me really cool. Um, let's just keep going. I mean, like I said, it's, it's we've realized from the beginning this is going to take time. But uh, go ahead, Brian, do your thing. Uh, huh. During Sunday's race, I was chatting with a friend of mine from Roan NASCAR group before I met you, David. And I told, I told him about the podcast, and he listened to it. And I think he may be subscribing, and he may try to get on our, our, our fantasy league this week. Cool. Cool. Like I said, it's, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. So- we just keep moving in the right direction. Um you know, the only thing I got to say about it is, again, we're not we're not getting paid. It's costing us. We're not professionals. We're just basically all a co- couple of country hicks that like talking about NASCAR, as you can tell. That's it is what it is. Ain't nobody in the real world gonna listen to us, but right. or take what we say seriously. Uh, I mean, there ain't no NASCAR rules gonna change because of what we got to say. So. All right, Brian. Uh, yeah, other than that, um, like I said, I, it was the most listened to, which is cool to see, but I just think it's because the controversy of Denny Hamlin, Kyle Bush. But if you also are watching on the video version on YouTube and you're, I got to get going, all you got to do is search to burn it down NASCAR podcast, Google it, and it'll be the first thing. But there's other websites and uh, audio platforms out there. There's RSS.com, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Samsung, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. All you have to do is search Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast or Burn It Down Podcast, and it should pop up, and usually the episodes are there Thursday, Wednesday night, if not Thursday morning, ready to go. Um, like I said, you can listen to it, audio version those ways, or watch it on YouTube, and then you can comment and go from there. Other than that... Cool. You going to Michigan this weekend? Probably not. All you got to do is walk up to the gate. They got a ticket. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I, th- I thought about, <laughs> I honestly thought about going to Indy, but I had summer and she'd probably like it, but I just know it'd, it'd be hard to see there. And I thought about doing Michigan too, but it's a, what, three hour drive there, three hour back. Yeah, well, it's literally a little less. 
and now that it's not such a, a big deal, the traffic isn't as bad, but you still got two lane US 12. That's going to be a bitch for anything. So, yeah, I thought about it. I don't know yet. Probably not. I said, I don't think you got to reserve anything. You just walk up to the gate. Well, and- I'll just grab a ticket and then you go sit wherever you want. Yeah, pretty much. The cheapest one you got. All right, cool. <laughs> and then just move wherever you want yeah. to go. I thought about it. I don't know. I'm still up in the air. It all depends if I have some. I'd actually like to go back to a Michigan race just because of the memories and, and all that. I, I will give Michigan credit. They announced, what, a week or two ago that the infield is sold out. Hmm. So the party goers are still there. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you what, as a participant more than once, the infield at Michigan is freaking cool. It is so much fun, and it never stops. I wasn't there for that year where the rain happened for three days straight, and you had the mud. Oh, that was that was, that was an August race, yeah. and we were on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that may have been when something else happened to you that that year. I got in a crash, car accident. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, that, that storm was, that was a car accident. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I remember the race. I couldn't get out of there. Yeah, I couldn't well, get the ra- out of there. Come, we had to send Brandy and Jamie to come get you because I couldn't get out of there. Yeah. Uh, if people want to watch, just just search Google the Michigan rain out mud, and there's people mud sliding, swimming through oh, puddles. I saw people get tossed out of there. Yeah. Uh, in in the campgrounds that we were in, there was some Canucks in there. And they were doing mud sliding, uh, dragging behind their vehicles. On, wow. uh, well, the the race got delayed down. three days because the rain. Yeah, it, that race didn't happen till like Tuesday. Yeah, it was delayed a long time. And uh, of course, everybody in the campgrounds getting restless. You know, um, it was just so wet, and and they were they were four wheeling in in the campgrounds, and and you know. Security come around, is like, dude, you got to stop this. And they do it again. Boom, they're out. There was there was a Canadian group across the, the, the way from us. And the, again, I, this must have been on Monday. And the lady went with a friend because they had already announced that the race wasn't going to happen. It was probably going to be tomorrow. <laughs> this was hilarious. The old man, of course, they they drink that. 10% beer, you know, it's it's not our normal five or six. And they got plowed early in the day. Mama and a couple of her friends took off to go to Detroit or wherever to do some shopping. Well, by the time she got back, security had gotten a hold of this guy because he was just doing dumb stuff. I mean, literally just four-wheeling through mud holes, they were doing mud wrestling. I mean, it was just, it was fun to watch, believe me, but it was insane. Well, security tossed him out, and he was packing up his sight as she got back. And she's like, man, I can't take your stupid ass anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. I leave you for six hours, and not only do you get plowed, you get us throwed the freak out of here. And the race isn't even, I mean, she was tearing his ass up. (laughs) David Pulaski and I, we're sitting across the road in our chairs. Yeah, man, let's go. (laughs) Do some more. 
<laughs> it was freaking hilarious. But that was that that year that they tried to get the race started on Monday. It wasn't racing, but the fog bank was so low. I mean, we went into the track on set on Monday morning to try and watch the race. And we were sitting in the front grandstands, which is generally as far as, you know, if you can get up high enough, a good spot at Michigan, you couldn't see the back stretch. It was gone because of the fog. And that's why they ended up calling the race and postponing it till another day till Tuesday. But I'll tell you what, as much of a pain in the ass as that was, as far as delay, 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 that was one of the funnest, most memorable racing experiences of my life. Because nobody left. And, of course, things just kept getting stupider and stupider and stupider. It, it was hilarious. And it was great. And it ended up on Tuesday being a great race. <laughs> I think Kurt Busch actually won that race. I don't know. If it, I'm not mistaken, he, was, he was driving for Penske at that time. That would have been 2007. Yeah, it was, oh, it was great. But anyway, guys, I'm done. Enough down memory lane. I just did that. If I could do that one all over, if if I had one racing experience that I could select it was do all over <laughs> again, that would be that one. It would be that weekend, week, extended week at Michigan that year, that August. That was Oh my God! That I mean, I know it wasn't a good weekend for you, Brian, but damn, did we have a good time! It was like one day for me. <laughs> so, all right, guys, I'm done. All right, let me get the music going. We get out of here. <laughs>